welcome to Redemption Unveiled, where we believe you are here for a reason and it's your job to discover it. Hi, I'm Haley and I'm here to help. I knew exactly why I was put on this earth and I believe you should too. Let's get going. Welcome back, everyone. Today, we're going to talk about something wonderful, and it is absolutely something that affects every single one of us if we at all are connected to the world right now in the way of social media, news apps, or the news on our TV, okay? So today, I want to talk about Romans 12, 2, where where Paula says, do not, Paula, I said Paula, where Paul says, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. (gasps) That sounds good. Here's what I want to encourage you in today. You are not called to be a result of the latest social argument and to be tossed to and fro every single day with whatever we're supposed to be angry about. Now, don't get me wrong. If you are called to politics, if you are called to stand up um, for social issues, cultural issues, I want to say, good, go for it. Do what God has called you to do. However, a trend I am seeing in the world on all beliefs and all sides, no matter what you believe, whether it be your politics or your social beliefs, your cultural beliefs, There is this trend right now that is a pressure system that says, if you're with me, you better speak and you better stand up for what you believe if you're with us. If you're not with us, then you're against us. And if you don't tell us you're with us, then you're against us. Now, here's where I want to encourage you. You have a call on your life. Whatever it is, whether you are a stay-at-home mom, you're in the workplace, you're a blogger, you're a podcaster, you are starting your own business, you have your own business, you're married, you're single, whatever your life looks like, you have a call of God on your life, okay? That goes without question. And part of that call is for you to stand and use your voice for what God is calling you to use your voice for. Now, that may just be You're at the store and you see someone that you know you're supposed to encourage or a conversation you have with your kids, a conversation with a friend. That may be you starting a podcast. That might be you getting into politics. That might be you looking at starting a a business. You know, whatever that may be, okay? I am not here to tell you what your call is. I am here to tell you you have one, that God has a mission for you, something for you to do in the world to be seen, something for you to put yourself out there and experience perhaps a little bit of risk, okay? What you are not called to do is be controlled by the world and what the world tells you to do. This is something that I have seen, you have seen over the last several years It is this move of pressure that says, if you want to be accepted by us, then you will agree with us and you will publicly agree with me. And if you are not agreeing with me, then you're against me. You know what I have to say? I have to say that if you are a Christian, you need to use your voice wisely. You are not called to just wake up and be angry about the next thing that we're supposed to be angry about. This goes for all ranging of topics and all ranging of beliefs. I'm not saying it's just this belief. I'm not saying it's just that belief. I am saying you are called to bring peace and redemption and resolutions 
to this world. You are called to be a peacemaker. I'm not saying you don't confront things with truth. I'm not saying you don't stand up for anything. Actually, I have no problems with you standing up for something and ruffling feathers and making waves if that's what God has called you to do. We have people all over the world, all over our culture, and all within the Christian culture believing that they are doing their calling by just being angry by the next thing, being the person that's the most angry person in the room or the most rude person in the room. And I want to encourage you, you are not called to just be moved by your your biggest angry anger of the moment, okay? Now, do not get me wrong. We see it time and time again in the Bible, in the New Testament, where God called people to speak into culture. God called people to to impact culture, to stand up to things that were not right, okay? I am not saying we shouldn't do that. I am saying that you should look at what you are being called to do and you should do it. And we cannot live in this distraction of the world telling us what we have to be called to do, what we have to say, what we have to do. This is not acceptable. Again, I'm not just saying it's one side or the other. I am saying it's this move in culture that shames people that says you should do this or you are wrong. You're a bad person. Okay? Now, here's what I want to say is in, in Romans 12, when we when I was looking at that, and it Paul says, do not conform to the pattern of this world. The next thing he talks about is the body of Christ. And it says, for by the grace given me, given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to you. Okay, for each one of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function. So in Christ, we, though many form one body, and each members belong to the others, we have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. Here's what I want to say. There is this move that says, if you are with me, you need to be exactly like me. You need to look exactly like me. You need to talk exactly like me. You need to share everything I have to say, okay? It's like these groups of communities that are shaming people that do not want to do every single thing that that community is doing, okay? That it actually goes against the, the body of Christ, okay? You shouldn't be telling people who they have to be and what they have to do. You should be fulfilling your call and your destiny for your realm that you are called to. Now, if you are called to politics, goodness gracious, I am telling you, step into that calling. If you are called to leading a body of a church, then you absolutely need to step into that calling. Whatever your call is, I want you to do that. I want you to walk into that purpose and destiny. But I do not want you to be controlled by the patterns of this world where you feel like you have to fit your calling into the culture of the day. Okay? You are called to be 
who God has asked you to be for such a time as this. For the body of Christ at this moment, you have a call on your life and you need to use your gifts and your callings exactly how God is asking you to do so. Okay? We cannot use the the shame culture that is being created to dictate how we behave and what we do in our life. Okay? You need to explore what are your gifts and talents. We have so many people that are feeling suffocated and heavy and almost paralyzed by the culture right now where you are so overwhelmed you don't know what to do. It's like everyone says we have to be so angry and passionate about every single thing that they're angry and passionate about. And the truth is, that is not your call. Do I believe that God is in vested in the world today? Absolutely. Do I believe that God is passionate about the things that are happening in the world today? Absolutely. Do I believe that you should be connected to what's happening in the world today? In some ways, absolutely. I do believe you should have your eyes wide open and look in your life and see what God is calling you to do. That is absolutely your call on your life. Do I believe you have to have your eyes wide open to every single thing that's happening in the world and every single injustice that's happening in the world? Absolutely not. You have to look at what are you called to. If you know right now you are mostly called to your home and your family for this season, then there may not always be a need to stay connected with every single thing. If you know you are called to your state to bring cha- uh, changes into the laws of your state, then you need to be plugged into your state. If you know that you are called to bring changes to the culture of the United States or to the entire world, then you need to be plugged in. If you know you are called to to the orphan crisis, or if you are called to adoption, or if you are called to whatever that be, then you need to be plugged into those areas and know what's going on. Know what's happening in the foster care system. Know what's happening in the international adoption system. Do you understand? Whatever your calling is, you need to be informed and you need to know what's going on. If you know you are called to not just feed the hungry of your local community and support charity, but you know you are called to impact the the people in need of the entire world, then you need to be plugged in, okay? If you know you have a lot of financial resources available to you, you need to be plugged in with the needs of the world so that you can get those finances into the needs that God is calling you to do, okay? I am not telling you to put your head in the sand and not see what's going on in the world. I am telling you to get smart and get wise. You are not called to open up your social media every day and feel heavy. You are not called to just be angry about the next thing that the world tells us to be angry about. You are not called to feel heavy. The call in your life should absolutely challenge you, sometimes scare you, overwhelm you at moments. But it is not a life of living heavy. I don't want to talk bad about the world in the way that at the end of the day, the world is broken. So of course the world, the the movement of the world, like that's going to be part of it. What makes me angry is the part that Christianity is playing in it. We have this whole move that says 
everything is too heavy, too big, too broken, too horrible for redemption. There's this whole move that says even if you believe in redemption and restoration, that you're spitting in people's face by not validating the pain they've experienced. And yet, if you're a Christian, that's exactly the thing that we believe, that all things can be redeemed. All things can be healed. Nothing is bigger than our God. Our God is so good. Whatever you are going through, you can have healing through it. You can have redemption from it. And we have this whole wave of people that are coming in and saying, how dare you tell me that I can heal? How dare you tell me that I can be restored? And you know what? The truth is, like I said, that is a voice in the world. And I actually know that I'm not called at this moment to challenge that. What I am called to do is challenge the Christians within the world that says you better not be embracing that lie, that belief, that this world is too heavy for you to find redemption. This world and your circumstance is too big for God to heal you. The call on your life will never come forth because the world is just too bad. That is not the truth. You are called to do something. And there are many Christians who have put their call like on the back burner or just let it go because you feel too overwhelmed. There are so many people that because you've believed this lie that your situation is too big, you've actually even stopped living in hope. You've stopped living in faith. You've stopped living in love. There's this whole move of people that says, how dare you look at me with hope? As if hope is a slap in the face. And again, the world is going to be there because they don't have the hope. But if you are a Christian and you have left hope (laughs) somewhere, if you've left your faith somewhere, you need to go back and pick them up. Okay? We are not called to just say, I love you so much, and yet I'm sorry you have no hope. Oh, wow, what you've been through is so bad, you're right. There is no hope. That is not Christianity. That is not faith. That is a voice of no hope, not believing in redemption, not believing in restoration. Our God is good, and our God we serve has good things for the people that want to experience it. As I've said before, and I'll say again, Our faith is not served to us on a silver platter. Our faith is fought and won on the battlefield. And we need more Christians to get themselves out of just scrolling through social media and listening to the next angry thing that they're supposed to be angry about and getting up and going to the fight that they're called to fight not every every battle is your call. You are called to specific things and you need to go and you need to fight for what God has for you because redemption is not handed on a silver platter. Redemption is fought for on the battlefield and you have to go get it. And whatever your situation is of brokenness and stress and trauma and hardship, hardship. There are so many hard things that people are going through. Whatever it is, it is your job. It is your call on your life to go and bring redemption forth from it. You fight for it. You you go to God. You wrestle with him. You say that you are called to bring restoration to this earth, this thing, this situation. And you say, God, I am coming and I am going to annoy you until you fulfill the promises you've given to me or the promises you've given to these people. You fulfill the promise that you gave me that I can heal and I will will heal on this earth as it is in heaven, that you are called to bring heaven to earth. 
okay? We have to stop this no hope life that we are, we are advertising. If you are a Christian, if you're not a Christian, proceed. If you are a Christian, you are not called to that. And if that is part, if you have that voice in your life, if you're living from that place, I want to tell you right now, you need to stop and be quiet. <laughs> at least, at least be quiet when you're saying you're speaking in Jesus name. Because my God is not a God of, ho- of no hope. My God is not a God who is just trapped in heaviness. My God knows heartbreak. My God knows the valley. My God knows how to comfort me and you in the darkest moments of our life. And then he knows how to piece things together in a way that we can't even imagine that he could redeem certain things. That's my God. And I want to encourage you, if you don't know God on that level, keep searching. Keep challenging the things that you've believed. Keep challenging the life that you've embraced. Okay, that is all I have for today. Obviously, you can tell I'm very passionate about this. I am not called to every battle in the culture. I'm not called to every argument that's being made. This conversation right here, I am called to. I am called to challenge the Christian church to stand up and believe the things that our God does and believe and claim the power that he has and the healing that he has. Okay, guys, this was Haley Carter, and I'm going to sign off now. Feel free to send me a hateful message on Instagram or Facebook if you so would desire. I'll talk to you later. See you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you're wondering what does Redemption Unveiled mean? Well, it comes from Romans 8, where it says creation is waiting for the children of God to be unveiled. You see, ever since Adam and Eve made that little mistake they made, Humanity has been hiding themselves from God. Actually, Jesus even tells us that many people will be surprised that he says, I do not know you. I do not know you. What if the greatest call on our life is to learn to stop hiding and to be known? And what, just what if the world is waiting on that? What if the world is waiting on you? I'm Haley, I am obsessed with this. And I'm happy to have you here. Of course, you can find me at Redemption Unveiled on all the socials. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time, bye.